Hi, welcome to church this morning. We're the Bjorgum family. I'm Sandy. I'm Kier. I'm Kieran. I'm Aria. And we'd like to thank you for joining our church service this morning. The pandemic has hit all of us in many different ways. Uh, as a teacher, it has been really challenging to keep the students at a distance at all times and also to teach remotely and in class both at the same time. I'd like to thank you for your prayers for teachers. And I'm a first responder with STARS and we never know what we're going to face now when we go out to take care of patients. So thank you for praying for first responders. Enjoy the service. Enjoy church. Bye. Bye. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the online service for Peace Lutheran Church. We are the Fun Sales. My Hi. name is Julie. Hi. And I'm Edward. And these are our sons, Timothy and Teddy. Thanks for joining us today. We are watching church with our toddler, although it's not always easy. We do our best. We really miss seeing everybody in person. And we are so thankful to have a congregation who has prayed for us, delivered food for us in our time of need, and been a part of our lives during all of this. We miss everyone, and we look forward to seeing you. Teddy, do you want to blow a kiss? Thank you. Hey, Peace Lutheran Church family. Joel here. Oh, I'm Melanie. And this is Marlo. And then there's baby Schallenberg in uh, Melanie's belly due mid-February, so that's pretty exciting. Uh, we miss you guys a lot, and I think about um, all my friends in Peace Lutheran Church and all the people I grew up with and youth group, and I miss you guys like crazy. Um, I can't wait for everything to kind of get back to, to normal and we get back in the church and things like that. I think it'll be great. Um, we're both teachers here, and uh, we definitely feel like God has us in the right place working with those kiddos. Um, and uh, getting through this together and, and just loving life and having fun. And uh, the dogs back here, we have uh, Zach and then we have Roxy and they're, they're just such awesome, awesome pets. And Marlo says that grandpa or pastors, you need to play more upbeat music in church so I can dance. Hello everybody, I'm Adam. I'm Katie. I'm Charlotte. I'm Penny. And we're the demolitions. Thank you for praying for the nurses and the police officers during this pandemic. We miss our church family so very much and we can't wait to see you soon. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas! Grace, mercy, and peace be multiplied abundantly unto you all through our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. From Philippians chapter 1, you heard these words read for you. Yes, and I will continue to rejoice, for I know that through your prayers and the help given by the Spirit of Jesus Christ, what has happened to me will turn out for my deliverance. We've talked about looking for the work of God's kingdom. We've talked about the importance of listening and asking questions to see where people are at and to build trust and connect them with God's story, the good news of salvation through his son, Jesus Christ. We've talked about the importance of hearing from God regularly to understand how he has worked and in the past and how he will work today. 
It is so important for us to hear God's word and as you are doing today. We've talked about how doing good can put us in a better position to witness. I was reading this past week how the early Christians during their plagues of the second and third centuries took care of the sick when no one else would. And they started places of sanitary care, the first hospitals in Europe, all in the name of Jesus Christ. What a witness. One thing we still need to talk about when it comes to positioning ourselves as we go out into our world, our daily life, to be witnesses with Jesus Christ is we need to talk about prayer. Prayer is often assumed, right? We should be praying continuously. Everything we should, we should do tempered with prayer. And yes, we should start our witnessing journey asking for the Holy Spirit's guidance and praying for the right words and the right attitude all the way through as we go about our daily life. The Bible also shows us how important praying for others is. We heard Jesus pray for others in the gospel reading. And we heard how Paul, who was in prison, was encouraged by the prayers of others. Philippians chapter 1. For I know that through your prayers and the help given by the Spirit of Jesus Christ... What has happened to me will turn out for my deliverance. Ministering to people by praying for them is very powerful. You say, yeah, I know, Pastor. I tell people I'll pray for them all the time. Good. Now, I want to talk to you about going one step further. I want to encourage you to witness by praying out loud for other people. Now, it might seem terrifying at first, but that's only because you haven't tried it yet. People who tried praying out loud for someone report that, yep, you'll be terrified only the first time. If you can step out and overcome your fear and find out what it is like to have the kingdom come and bless someone through prayer, you will suddenly realize it isn't as bad as you think. Matter of fact, it's awesome. And when you've been looking for the kingdom of God, hearing from the king of kings himself in his word, listening and talking with people, and doing good, following all the how-tos of the Lassie program that we have been studying these past months, people will start to know who you are and they will trust you. And they will have found out you really do care about them. And they will find, have found out that you are approachable that means people will likely be more inclined to stop and talk to you about what's going on 
in their lives. And when they share their burden with you, you will sense that such a moment of transparency requires you to somehow respond. Wow, that person just opened up to me. And it would be weird to just walk away. Their trust in sharing their burden with you requires you to respond. Now, sometimes our gut response is, wow, well, good luck with that. And then we walk away. But being missionaries, we can do better than that. Instead of wishing them luck with their burden, we can help them with their burden. Galatians 6, verse 2, carry each other's burden. And in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. We could say something like, wow, that's a lot to be going through. Would you like me to pray with you about that? I found this to be very prominent practice in the northern communities that I had the privilege of visiting the last seven years. I don't know if it was because their lifestyle up there is not rushed. They never seem to have somewhere else they need to be. And they want you to right then and there pray for them, wherever you might be. So after the person says yes to your offer to pray for them, follow up with, may I pray for you right now. You see, people in our culture who say yes to prayer, to pray often, often they assume that the praying will be done later, you know, maybe during a church service or at bedtime or during a devotional time or something like that. So why not surprise them that while people may be thankful that you offered to pray for them, your follow-up invitation to offer to pray for them in this moment, think about it, it moves them from mild gratitude to actually an encounter with the kingdom of God and the king himself. And you'll be terrified to do this maybe the first time, and who wouldn't be as you come before the throne of the king of kings and the lord of lords himself. But you will. We should put prayer into perspective no one's going to be saved through your prayers, but they will be encouraged. Speaking God's word is far more important in witnessing. You could share God's word with someone without even praying about it, but why would you? God has given you a great gift and privilege. The Bible calls you a holy nation. A royal priesthood in 1 Peter 2 verse 9. A royal priesthood. 
By God's design, you are the physical contact point between your friend or acquaintance and the invisible kingdom, which is present and available. We just can't see it. But you're the physical contact. You are the priest for them, a royal priest. And you can pray for them because that's what priests did. They took the people's burdens and then they prayed to God. And we are ambassadors of the king. We represent him to the world in which we live. Why is praying with people a missional practice? Well, praying a simple prayer spoken out loud on behalf of a person is a simple way of helping that person experience the reality of the kingdom of God being present. And a practical note, keep the prayer simple. We can pray prayers that are involved and complicated, but if we keep it simple, we give the person a model prayer that they can imitate. They may be blessed by a prayer that is complicated language, but they probably won't be able to imitate it later. After all, they might not be used to praying at all. Also, when we're praying with someone, be careful not to address God as if he doesn't know what's going on or how to respond. He does. He knows. A lot of us can be guilty of this, right? Feeling the need to explain to God the difficult situation we've, we have on our hands and then basically give him instructions on how we want him to respond. Such a prayer can unintentionally lead a person to misunderstand their relationship with God. And if an immediate positive answer is not forthcoming from God, well, they're left wondering whether God really wants to help them. Rather than trusting him with their situation and with their burden and relying on his presence in their life, his love and his plan. So instead of praying something like, Dear Lord, my friend here has just found out that his wife has cancer, and then going into a list of all the things we need God to do for him for a satisfactory outcome, maybe we can pray a shorter prayer that simply invites God into what we're facing. Maybe something like, Dear Jesus, you already know that my friend here has just found out that his wife has cancer and we're scared. We invite you into our trouble. We ask you to heal her and help us to trust you as you work out your plan for her life. Amen. Remember, we have already been listening and asking questions so that has better prepared us to pray for someone. And when we pray like this, we keep it simple. And people feel blessed because they have invited God into their situation. I mean, this is just like Jesus taught us to do when he taught us to pray. In Matthew chapter 6, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. 
The bottom line is that when it comes to ministering through prayer, what matters the most is not getting your words right, but inviting the king in. Taking up the missional practice of praying with people may seem terrifying at first, but once we take courage and take Jesus at his word, we find out how missionally powerful this simple practice can be. All it takes is one person to ask that one simple question. Do you mind if we pray right now? Yes. Yes, there are other ways to take up this practice of prayer. You can use your morning devotional time to pray for your neighbors. Remember we talked about a neighborhood prayer map where you can walk around your neighborhood and pray for people. Or a vocational form, circles of your vocation in your everyday life, your work, your church, your home, your school. You can identify people and pray for them, or you can pray for them before you go to bed. Every time we pray the Lord's Prayer, we can be more intentional about inviting the kingdom to come and the will of the Father to be done for this or that person that we have been witnessing to. Yes, thy will be done as it is in heaven. And Jesus asks us to tell the Father to send out workers into his harvest fields in Matthew 9. And he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. And that harvest field is our daily lives. We prepare our daily mission trip into the harvest fields of the world in which we live. And we can ask the Spirit of Jesus to show us what we need to see as we encounter people throughout the day. We can go for a walk through our neighborhoods. In the end, how can we begin to take up the missional practice of praying isn't as important as just starting it. Remember, prayer is not so much about getting our words right as about inviting the king in. How can we help a person in prayer today? Now, one final word. Point you to the gospel you heard today. Oh, Jesus prays for those who do not yet believe. Hmm. Jesus prays for those who will believe because of the witness of his disciples. In John 17, you heard those words. My prayer is not, not for them alone, for my disciples. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. Think about it. God the Father 
sent Jesus the Son to save us from sin, from death, and the power of the devil. Do you believe that? Then you are saved. Jesus wants the world, the whole world, to believe that too. So, let's go and be witnesses that he's called us to be. And let's take the light of God's love that lives and shines in us because of Jesus Christ and shine it out into the world. Amen.